Aaron Fletcher, and I go to Cambridge. Um, I don't think many of you actually know me. Um, coming to Shoreline has really, really revolutionized my life. Getting um, plugged in to a small group um, who are just so supportive. Um, let's see, about a year and a half ago, I started struggling with cutting and it was miserable because I was too afraid of people's disapproval and their opinion to actually go to anybody for help. But when I started talking to the girls in my small group, I realized that just because my struggle is different then theirs doesn't mean that they don't understand what I'm going through. And thanks to them, thanks to their support, and their constant prayers telling me that I mean something to them and that they think that I'm important and that I shouldn't just throw my life away. As of, I think January-ish, I have been clean and it is so amazing. It's such a gift because There's, um, there's just been a lot going on. Um, you know, Cambridge is a hard school, and um, our next door neighbor, who I've known my entire life, died. My dog died on New Year's Eve. Um, but thanks to them, their support, I managed to get through all that without hurting myself, and really then not hurting my family. So, thanks a lot, you guys. <laughs> My name is Anna Burdett. I'm a senior at Highland Park. And um, earlier this week, I'm going to stand up. Earlier this week, um, Mike asked to me to share something that just like, I don't know what he said, had I'd learned over the past four years and uh, things that had uh, meant something to me. And just kind of something that's been on my heart is um, the people that you guys surround yourself with. I think um, a lot of us, I'll stand over here. I think a lot of us think that um, it's not important, but I think one thing that I've learned for sure from Watermark and just from uh, the friends I've made here are, it's that it's so important who you're with and uh, the decisions that you make. And um, if you're in a small group, I mean, this is my small group, and we didn't really start being in community with each other until this year. Um, and it's been awesome to just sit and uh, keep each other accountable with stuff. Um, so I just want to encourage you guys to make sure that if you have people in your life who care about you, don't be afraid to open up about stuff like she said with, you know, like her struggles because um, as a senior and just being able to look back on the past four years, I think that uh, one thing that everybody goes through is seeing people that they love uh, make mistakes that, like, aren't okay. And uh, I just want to encourage you guys to make sure that you're surrounding yourselves with good people and who love God because... Um, I think the truth of this world is so different from the truth uh, that God gives us. And if you're with people who are telling you, like, you know, oh, no, big deal, not a big deal, like, oh, everybody does this, or this is okay, or, oh, yeah, when you get to that point in your relationship with, like, a guy or whatever, this is acceptable. And um, it's easy to kind of justify our mistakes with, 
truth from this world and not from God. And a lot of times when we look back at scripture, it's not, um, it doesn't match up. So uh, some verses that I just think are almost kind of funny. Um, I was reading this the other day, but it says, uh, and I, I love this verse. It says, if we are out of our mind, it is for the sake of God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. And that's 2 Corinthians 5.13. And uh, I think as Christians, people should look at us and say, they're out of their mind. Like, why aren't they doing that? Or don't they have no fun if they make these choices? And uh, it says, if we are in our right mind, it's for you. And if our lives don't look different, and if we're not around people who are challenging us to look different, then like we're missing something huge. And um, another one is... The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel and the glory of Christ. And that's 2 Corinthians um, 4.4. 4. And it said the God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers. So if you're surrounded by people who don't know God and they're telling you truth and they're saying this is okay and this is fine, like they're blind and they're following a God that's not our Savior. Um, so I just want to challenge you guys and ask, you know, ask yourself if what you're living for is worth Christ dying for. Because, um, I don't know, I think a lot of times we choose to pursue a world that didn't die for us. And we, um, hmm. uh, sorry, it's just been on my heart a lot. Um, so, I mean, there's a God who died for you. So I think a lot of people just choose um, things that aren't him. And it's sad. So. Hey, Anna, can I ask you a quick question? Um, wh- give us an example. I, I know you're a little emotional, but. I'm going to give you a second. But if I'm, if I'm a high school student and I'm sitting here, I, I would love to hear an example of how somebody's encouraged you in your walk or, or a way that you've encouraged somebody else uh, in the midst of a struggle. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, I, because I, you've been involved in our ministry for years and, and you've come to tons of stuff, I know who your close friends are. But, like, but like give us, like, a bird's-eye view of, like, a way that you've encouraged somebody or, or some or a way that somebody's encouraged you um, and what that's looked like lately. Can you think, can you um, grab the mic and, or can um, you think of something recently? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the biggest encouragements to people is, is seeing somebody else living a way that you want to live. Because um, a lot of times we end up making desi- mistakes and decisions and eventually we end up asking ourselves how we got to the place we're in. And, um, one of the biggest encouragements for me has for sure been my small group leader, Amy, over here. I don't want to embarrass you. but um, And then um, the girl that I'm rooming with in college next year is a girl I met at Watermark. And she's been one of my best friends since junior high. And, uh, and just another example of surrounding yourself with community. Because um, the way I've seen people and my friends who, who haven't changed and who are pursuing Christ are the biggest encouragements to me. And you guys have that opportunity to be that for somebody else. Uh, it only takes one person for you to look at and say, like, they're following Christ, and I want to do that too. Um, so I kind of think that that's a big one that anybody can do, and that's not hard just with your choices, just to say, like, I'm going to act differently, and hopefully people will follow, because, I mean, I don't know. Your leaders are all really great examples of people who are following Christ. So if you don't have anywhere else to go, turn to them for sure. And I guarantee you that if you're in bad situations with friends, a couple months of transitioning in relationships is going to be a whole lot easier than years in pain and bad decisions with people who don't love God. That's good. Thank you, Anna. Riley? Hey, y'all. Um, Anna and I are tag-teaming a little bit, and the purple was not planned. 
Um, so what, well, along the lines of what she was saying, I was thinking about what she was saying up here, and um, I was at a graduation party like last week, and um, I'm a senior, and I told, uh, I was talking to this guy that I never met before, and uh, I told him where I was going to school, and I'm going to Baylor next year, and he said, that's right, um, and he goes, <laughs> it's kind of funny now, he goes, isn't that a hard college to have fun at? And I was like, um, I don't know, I, gu I guess. Um, and I thought about, we didn't really talk about it much, which was probably not the best of my choices, but, because that was an opening for me, but, um, like, just along what she said, like, it's interesting how, like, a guy like him, like, he's never seen anybody that's, um, that's lived like, like Anna has, or like her friends have, or, or how they, um, follow after the Lord, so, you never know, like, what kind of situation is going to come your way. Um, but I had a couple things. I was just going to say the first thing is just, like, next year, if you're a senior or a junior or whatever, whatever grade you're going to be in next year, um, just come to Shoreline because it's fun. And, um, like, it, whether you want to come or not, like, you just probably should because it's worth it. <laughs> Um, as you can see, our numbers tend to dwindle towards the end of the year, which is kind of a bummer, but, um, just come cause I like it when more people are here. Is this being recorded? I'm just curious. I love it. Okay. Preach on. Um, all right. So I've been kind of reading First John lately a little bit. Matt Barnes is making faces in me in the back, so everybody feel free to turn and look at him. That's fun. Um, I've been reading First John a little bit, and um, I read this book. It's also a Matt Barnes favorite. It's called Blue Like Jazz. It changes lives. Read it if you want. It's up there with the Bible. Um <laughs> It, it's it's fun. It's just below. Like, the Bible's here, and Blue Like Jazz is up there. So, um, Donald Miller wrote that book, and he has a quote in this book uh, that says, when you stop expecting people to be perfect, you can like them for who they are. Um, and that has something, that's been something that's been on my heart, like, this whole year. Um, just, like, as Christians and in this little Christian bubble that we live in, in the Bible Belt, you expect people, you expect certain things from people, and like, um, you know, there's tons of people that profess to be Christians, but like, um, that's not always the case, and so I guess what I've learned, especially this year, is like, once you stop expecting things from people, um, it's a lot easier to just be like friends with them. <laughs> I don't know if that's weird, but um, I guess along those same lines, in 1 John chapter 2, um, let's see, it's verses 15 through 17. Um, and this is kind of 
I'm kind of all over the place tonight, but um, this is kind of to, I guess, the guys in the room because, um, guys, um, when, like, we lead well, then, like, the girls follow, and um, it really sucks when the girls have to lead. <laughs> they didn't like that I just said that, but it's true. Um, because that means that, like, the guys aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um, and so this is First John 2. Uh, it's like the second half of verse 14 um, through verse 17. And it says, I write to you, young men, because you're strong, and the word of God lives in you, and you have overcome the evil one. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, the lust of his eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does, comes not from the Father, but from the world. Um, this is the verse that that really gets me. Um, the world and its desires pass away, but the man who does the will of God lives forever. Um, so... Just on that, like, it's so hard to follow that. Like, that's, um, it's basically saying you live in the world, but don't do anything in it. <laughs> and that's such a hard thing to do. But I guess when you keep that in, like, the forefront of your mind, like, it's going to be easier to follow the Lord. And when you follow the Lord, you love others better. Um, and... God gave us two commands, love God and love people. And there's a reason that loving God is first, because you can't love people if you don't love God. Um, I'm just going to pray really fast. I don't, is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, sarcasm section over here. <laughs> I'm taking some flack. Um, okay. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Uh, thank you for this group. Um, thank you for the weather outside and the shun sunshine, Lord. Um, thank you for summer. I just pray that um, everybody in this room would lead out this summer and that they would uh, run so hard after you, Lord. Um, we we're wired to follow you, but we're also wired to follow some other things. And um, Lord, I just pray that we would always keep you first in our lives and um, that we would glorify you in all that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. So my name is Philip Todd. I'm a junior at Helm Park. And uh, Mike shot me a text asking if I wanted to share something. And so today I was planning on just sitting down and thinking about what I was going to share. But I really just got really busy. And I just was going place to place to place. And I was thinking about it. And just like right when I got to Shoreline, it just kind of hit me. And that it was just about like how great my small group has been in my life this year. And um, so basically... Uh, I can basically share whatever I want with these guys, and it's just been awesome that I can, like, share whatever we need to, and we can have fun times together, but also share, like, the bad things we need to, and um, this year, they've all challenged me to read my Bible more, like, um, freshman and sophomore year, I kind of just made up excuses why I couldn't read my Bible, even though I had time to, I just spent my time elsewhere, and uh, this year, I've kind of been 
reading my Bible a lot more, and one verse that really stuck out to me is um, Isaiah 40, 31, and it's, but those who hope in the Lord uh, will renew their strength. They will walk, or they will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And so basically anything that you set as a goal with the Lord in mind is achievable. And that's just really like been on my heart for a while. And so I just kind of wanted to share that. So that's about it. Um, I'm Sydney. I'm a senior at Lake Highlands. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to tell you how awesome my small group is, because they are. Um, let's see, since like sixth grade, was it sixth grade? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like in sixth grade, I got plugged into Amy's small group. Um, I have been through just a lot of crap. Um, I've struggled with bulimia since elementary school. I've struggled with just overeating, um, self-mutilation, just a lot of stuff, just um, just ADD, depression. I have two siblings that are both um, disabled. They both have autism, and they're both a handful. Um, I recently have had a bunch of health issues, too, so that hasn't been fun. Um, my small group, they have just stuck by me through all of that like I spent a year with my grandma because my attitude was so bad my mom just couldn't handle it so I lived in Washington and still corresponded with them they still like when I came back they just like welcomed me with open arms just like oh my gosh how are you we're so glad you're back and they have just like called me on so much that if I hadn't gotten called on it by someone who was my age instead of just my mom or a teacher or something then I probably wouldn't have cared I really wouldn't have um and just I've just learned so much and just grown so much and I remember sometimes going to small group and none of the girls in my group go to school with me so I'm just kind of like they don't really get it they have like issues with other stuff like sports and stuff and yeah I'm not an athlete yeah um so I would just be like yeah, they don't get it but they really do like what you went first yeah what she was saying just um just because my struggles are different doesn't mean they don't understand that's so true like they just get it so really just be plugged in with your small groups like if you're not in one you need to get in one you need to like follow Mike to his car and make him put you in one or something yeah <laughs> do it um yeah but um just you know you'll get out of school on some nights that you're supposed to go to small group and you'll just be like man I'm tired I've got homework or whatever yeah your homework you can do it in the morning before that class like you'll be okay just go to small group. But, um, yeah, see, Scott does it. He's fine. He's graduating. Yeah, but um, just really, like, just be plugged into your small group. Like, I'm serious. Like, that and just, like, invest in the people in your small group. Like, you have no idea, like, how much of a difference that makes in their lives. Like, God put us here to love each other and to, like, minister to others and be just fishers of men. And that's really just the way to do it if you're going here. Yeah, cool. And you I'm don't done. have to follow me to my car. Yeah, you can just get him here, but it'd be cool if y'all followed him to his car, right? <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry. I don't like talking in front of people, and this might be kind of long, but... Um, whoa. <laughs> oh. They're siblings, in case you don't know them. <laughs> now I'm going to cry. Uh, 
Um, okay. Um, I was just talking uh, to one of my best friends about the contrast between me this time last year and where I was in my life and what I was doing. And um, it's worlds apart, actually. Um, even six months ago, uh, my life is worlds apart from there. Um, my freshman year, uh, I was very, <laughs> I'm trying to be really cheerful, but it's not a cheerful topic. Um, I was very um, forward and just very out there with guys. Um, I was trying to count on um, two hands how many guys I like put myself in bad situations with that people don't know about, and it's it's more than ten. Um, and that's kind of hard because most people don't know that about me. Um, but one thing that really changed my life last year, I've been homeschooled up until ninth grade, and uh, last year my mom decided to put me in a DISD public school, which, as many of you know, is not the best type of school ever. <laughs> um, and that was really like a culture shock. I walked in and I was like, why do they have security things in here? I'm so scared. Like, there's things beeping at me. There's policemen yelling at me. Like, Leah, stop making fun of me. That's so mean. Um, and I think one thing, one reason why that changed me is because a lot of the guys there um, were just really bad and told me that I would have to pretty much have sex with them if I wanted to even hang out with them and so um, I was contemplating going a lot further than I wanted to and I put myself in a lot of compromising situations and I crossed a lot of boundaries that I never thought I would cross um, but I think the thing about it is is that God can bring light into a really dark place and um, I don't know just it was November 15th I think that I actually um, decided to change and I actually skipped shoreline because um, I was hooking up with a guy um, which is kind of embarrassing to admit because Mike's right there um, but uh, one of the verses that I just want to share with you guys wait hold on uh, is um, 2 Corinthians 4, 6, and it's just for God who said, let light shine out of darkness has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Whew. So um, I just want to say that shoreline and small groups and um, people that you surround yourself with counts because if you don't surround yourself with the right people, then you get into situations like I did, which you don't want to be in. So um I guess what I'm trying to say is kind of like what Anna said, just make sure that you're surrounding yourself with good people and people that'll keep you accountable, so. Yeah. Hello, hello, cool. Um, hey, I'm Ryan. Um, I was really excited about this statement, but uh, Riley and Anna kind of got up here and were super wise and intelligent, so I'm a little bit insecure right now, but I'm gonna go with it anyway. Um, I just learned this past year especially, and I wanted to share with the sophomores and juniors that are in here. Um, 
when God brings trials and tribulations, instead of getting vindictive and resentful and angry, um, you guys need to rejoice because that is a sign that he loves you and he's trying to mold you into something awesome. So anyway. Hi, I'm Jenna McJunkin and I'm a senior and um, this is kind of a little bit of encouragement for the um, lower classmen. And um, the beginning of my senior year, I, or into my junior year, I tried out for cheerleading and found out in the summer, didn't make it. And I had cheered all the way up till my senior year, or to, till my junior year. And um, was really excited about trying, giving it a shot again. And um, the Lord at that moment just said, no, um, that's not where I want you. And so I was um, trying to rejoice in that and just be patient with his will. And a lot of other things came that fall and senior year. Um, I got a call from the varsity coach, and a girl got kicked off, and um, I was the first um, or the next in line. And so um, it was like, whoa, a big surprise, and really excited. And like my mom and my small group leader, Bridget, had always reminded me that, you know what, the Lord has a bigger plan for you than you have for yourself, so be patient and wait. And um, his plan and his purpose is always bigger and better than you have for yourself. And so with that, um, became Young Life president and got involved in FCA and um, had a lot of opportunities thrown at me. Um, I'm in PALS at school, and that's a uh, leadership class, and it's kind of a big deal. You're interviewed and you're selected. And so the Lord was giving me so much on my um, plate and just such a big opportunity to live out his name. And I got so excited and um, pumped to um, use that as an opportunity to make him known. And um, I was going strong for a few months. And then um, when things got hard, started slowly giving up and um, giving in to the temptation of just feeling like a failure and um, wrestling with insecurities and um, questioning the Lord and where he had me, and I let that get away um, from taking advantage of the opportunities that he wanted me to have in those, you know, organizations, and um, I learned that those don't define you, and um, a lot of times I loved to feel like, you know, because I'm a cheerleader and because I was given all those roles, um, that was going to define me and who I was in Christ and um, just in the world's eyes a perfect person and had everything together when really um, didn't wrestled with a lot of things this year and senior year was probably one of the hardest but really fun and um, I enjoyed it but one of my biggest regrets is um, really following the world and um, not taking advantage of what the Lord gave me and he's teaching me um, right now through the people that are around me. Um, my small group wasn't as consistent this year, but my small group leader and I are really, really close, and um, she's probably the biggest reason why I'm um, as strong as I am today. My parents, too, and um, sorry. Anyways, um, I have learned to um, set aside the world and set myself apart from them and um, got really close <laughs> to um, some really great godly people who um, taught me a lot and 
um, just poured into me day after day, even when I was um, stubborn and ignorant and just not willing to let things go and forgive. And so, um, and the Lord's still teaching me that today, but I just wanted to encourage you guys, um, don't miss out on the opportunity that the Lord gives you, because um, he's has a plan for you, and he's going to use you in every single way that um, <laughs> you don't think he could, and so um, just stay strong and surround yourself with people who love the Lord and who are going to invest in you and um, tell you the hard things and ask you hard questions and help you help build you um, as someone who's going to love the Lord and others are, that are going to see the Lord shine through you. And that's so much more important than what the world sees. And so um, just encourage you guys, stay connected to your small group. Come to Shoreline. Um, I didn't as much this year, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why it got so hard because um, I felt really lonely this year just with friends and uh, saw a lot of friends make a lot of bad choices, and um, that was hard, and I was trying to lean on them, but uh, they let me down, and so that's when things got tough. So anyways, um, but turn to your small group leader and um, listen to their advice and let them be a guide and um, watch, just get to experience the joy that the Lord has for you and the plan, and just don't be blind to what he wants to do for you because you'll miss out on that opportunity um, for the way that you could have um, been that light to somebody. And sometimes you'll be the only Jesus that, you know, anyone could ever see. So don't miss out and um, enjoy senior year and enjoy the years to come and make it the best. But um, most of all, live it for the Lord and not for your own selfish interest. And um, just give it all to him and you'll experience full joy. Hey, real quick, Jenna. One thing that I want all of you to know about Jenna, if you don't know her, is that uh, she has been 100%, and, and maybe I shouldn't say 100%, but, uh, but so consistent in her faith. She's had so many friends at Plano High that uh, over the years in high school have fallen more in love with the world and less in love with Jesus. And Jenna has consistently made decisions not to party uh, and not to run with that crowd, and that's resulted in some loneliness, would you say? And, and I just want y'all to know, as students, that God uh, would rather you struggle with loneliness from, from not hanging with the, the right crowd or whatever uh, than, than have temporary pleasure that you can find in parties and, uh, and all the other stuff that goes on in high school. So seeing Jenna this year, she babysits for all three of our kids. Uh, she, she lives close to us, and she has struggled very well this year as a high school student. Uh, so Jenna, we're very proud of you. Thank you for being such a great <laughs> high school student. And where are you going to college next year? Arkansas? Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Why did I think Oklahoma? Yeah. Why did I think Arkansas? It was down to those two, yeah, right? Exactly. Okay, forgive me. We've got a couple of Razorbacks right here, I think. So Jake, what's up, dude? All right, that's going to be kind of tough to follow, but um, to break the rules a little bit uh, and give a shout out. But um, uh, I've been involved since sixth grade, and ever since sixth grade, there's been a group of guys that have consistently been leading um, us, and it's been these senior guys, and uh, whether it's from Ryan and Jake leading in J Crew or 
just Riley, captain of our football team, or hanging out with Andrew in Colorado. These guys have not only been just a friend to me, but have led me well. And um, whether it was, uh, and, and my friends too, of course, but um, whether it was, uh, I mean, just learning from their mistakes or them teaching me and my mistakes, uh, I, I always know that I can go to these guys about anything, and um, I have. And, um, you know, I just pray that me and my friends and my group of guys and my grade, that we can be a, um, just as good as leaders to the younger kids as they've been to us. And, um, you know, I'm really going to miss you all, and um, I'm just be eternally thankful for the way that you all have led us. So, thanks. Thank you, Jake. Hey, y'all. Um, my name is Matt. I'm at Home Park. I'm a junior. Um, I just want to share something with something, y'all, that the Lord's really just laid on my heart uh, this year. And um, that's humility. Um, I guess my uh, verse that really just stuck with me for this year, it's uh, real easy. John 3.30, which says, um, uh, what the, I just <laughs> forgot the verse. Um, it says, it says, he must become greater, I must come less. Uh, how did I forget that? I do not know. But, um, man, I'm a little nervous. Um, but really, that's just been kind of what the Lord has taught me this year. There's been a lot of times this year when the Lord, um, I just didn't know what was going on, but the Lord had a greater plan for me. Maybe um, something didn't go right, and I didn't understand, and it was just the Lord trying to teach me to put my identity in him and not in people and places and things and that's just something that I've learned and through my small group's help and just really pouring out to me I've learned more to put my identity in Christ and that's something that I'm going to walk away with and I just thank my small group for leading me well and helping encourage me every day day in and day out so yeah thanks guys. All right, we got time for, we'll do two more, okay? Three more. Two or All three right, more. Uh, so, um, you know, you know, you, you think, I think uh, past, you know, a couple weeks, um, I really thought, you know, it's it's kind of hard. Uh, sorry, hold on. Let me get all together. I'm Andrew, by the way. Um, Andrew McQuilkin. And <laughs> All right, anyway, so, um, you know, I think about what, what do I want to leave uh, w- for y'all, um, for all the underclassmen. And, uh, and you know, if you, if you think about it, uh, it's, it's not, it's, it's really hard to stay, keep your heart with God even in the, like, especially in the highs, because you think everything's fine, you know, everything's going well, and uh, you don't really, you don't really need him right now, okay, it's, it's, it's hard when, when you do that, but when you do that, it's, uh, it, it pretty much, it just destroys you, because you, you're putting, 
um, you're not putting God first, and you're saying, God, God, I don't really need you at all right now. It's it's fine, and then uh, and then you know it, it will hit you soon, and um, and that's that's one of the biggest things uh, in um, that that people need to learn because um, you need to keep your heart with God. You need to stay in His Word uh, at all times, not just. Not just when you're in troubles, okay. It's 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 at all times, and uh, and you know everybody messes up with that. Uh, I mess up with that, com- like constantly. I just it just destroys me, um, uh, and and I've do- I've done that this year, and and uh, I've I've uh, uh, I've messed up, and and uh, I'm, I suffer for it, um, but and. And uh, but when you when you uh, put your heart in God, uh, even even in all the highs, when you're having a great time, just you know, uh, loving life, and but but you don't put your heart in, in God, it's it's not, I mean it's really it's really nothing. You're, you're nothing, and so uh, yeah, that's what I got. All right, Grace, and then uh, and then Morgan, were you starting to get up, or did I imagine that? Okay, cool. Grace, and then we're going to show the video. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Grace, and um, lately I've been struggling with trusting that God is in control, and I just, it's so hard to watch people that um, that I love struggle. I don't know, I'm going to backtrack a little bit, but um, a, over a year ago, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, but um, she's a survivor, so that's definitely a praise over the year past year so but um she's in a group of women that all have I think almost all of them have stage four which means that they're gonna die and one of them is not a believer and we've been trying to witness my mom has been trying to witness her lately and it's been really hard to watch um two of them that I'm especially close to one of them is Leah and she's the one that's not a believer and then uh, Mary um they both don't have much longer and it's just been really hard to trust that God put this in their lives and he's in control even though he let this happen. But um, you just have to let go and know that some things you just can't control, but only he can. And um, their life is in there and our lives are in his hands.